You may have heard this already, but if not, listen up. This is a man, one of the, what, now 16, running for president on the GOP side, former uh, Governor Mike Huckabee. Uh, this president's foreign policy is the most speckless uh, in American history. Uh, he's so naive, he would trust the Iranians, and he would take the Israelis and basically march them to the door of the oven. This is the most hideous thing. This Iran deal should be rejected by both Democrats and Republicans in Congress and by the American people. I, I think we, we forget that the Iranians have never kept a deal in 36 years under the Ayatollah. There's no reason to think that they'll suddenly start doing it. I read the entire thing. We gave away the whole farm. It's, uh, it's got to be stopped. And then President Obama uh, reacted uh, to uh, – yes, that was uh, – that clip was Governor Huckabee, as I had mentioned, and courtesy of Sirius XM Patriot and Breitbart News Editor-in-Chief Alexander Marlowe. So thank you for that, guys. And, um, and, and, and then let, let's listen to some reaction, and then I'm going to give you my take, and I want to hear yours. Here's our president, President Obama, talking about Governor Huckabee's comments and what he feels they're part of right now, kind of a pattern they're part of. You know, the particular comments of, of Mr. Huckabee uh, are, I think, part of just a general pattern that we've seen that uh, is, uh, would be considered uh, ridiculous if it weren't so sad. I mean, we've had a sitting senator called John Kerry Pontius Pilate. Uh, we've had a sitting senator who also happens to be running for president uh, suggest that I'm the leading state sponsor of terrorism. These are leaders in the Republican Party. Um, and you know, part of what historically has made America great is particularly when it comes to foreign policy. Uh, there's been uh, a recognition that these issues are too serious, that issues of war and peace are uh, of such grave concern and consequence that we don't play fast and loose that way. We have robust debates. We look at the facts. There are going to be disagreements. Um, but we just don't fling out ad hominem attacks like that. Uh, because it doesn't help inform the American people. And so when you get rhetoric like this, uh, it, maybe it gets attention and uh, maybe this is just an effort to uh, push Mr. Trump uh, out of the headlines. But it's not the kind of leadership that is needed for America right now. And I don't think that's what anybody, Democratic, Republican, or Independent, uh, is looking for out of their political leaders. In fact, it's been interesting when you look at what's happened with uh, Mr. Trump when uh, he's made some of the remarks uh, that, for example, challenged the heroism of Mr. McCain, somebody who endured torture and conducted himself with exemplary patriotism. Uh, the Republican Party is shocked. And yet, that arises out of a culture where you know, those kinds of 
outrageous attacks have become far too commonplace and get circulated nonstop. Point is, we're creating a culture that is not conducive to uh, good policy or good politics. The American people deserve better. Certainly, presidential debates deserve better. No question about that. Uh, Very well said. And then uh, the woman I'd like uh, to be our next president, to be very honest, uh, here is Hillary Rodham Clinton and her her very open criticism of Governor Huckabee's comments. Comments like these are offensive and they have no place in our political dialogue. I am disappointed and I'm really offended personally. Uh, I know Governor Huckabee. I have a cordial relationship with him. He served as the governor of Arkansas. But I find this kind of um, inflammatory rhetoric totally unacceptable. And these are words, offensive, sad, reaction to Governor Huckabee's Holocaust oven reference. Before I take your calls at 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537543, and share more about this, I, I want to be very frank. Governor Huckabee used to be a Fox News contributor, and I have had nothing personally but kind interactions with this man who seems to be a very warm, kind, and loving person who was offered to fly me from Los Angeles to New York to be on his show And months after seeing me when I couldn't do it because it was my anniversary, my son's birthday, asked me about my son, remembered his name, asked about the birthday party, what we did for our anniversary, always hugged me, has always had great kindness, admiration, and respect for me, despite the fact we completely, vehemently disagree politically. You know, I'm not surprised when Donald Trump opens his mouth and crap comes out, to be frank. But I'm very surprised that this came from Governor Huckabee. This is, he is not a mean-spirited individual in my personal experience. But you know what saddens me? Is that I think that Donald Trump in his comments, and I think that all of these vitriolic comments in politics over the years, whether it be, quite frankly, toward Sarah Palin, toward Hillary Clinton, toward Barack Obama, toward John McCain, toward John Kerry, questioning questioning people that have purple hearts or have been tortured in their service questioning people's sanity or lying about somebody's you know uh, medical condition even alleging somebody has a brain tumor when medical professionals said that is not correct questioning somebody's birthplace making racist remarks and all too often Left to right has done it with George W. Bush. Right to left has done it with Barack Obama. Trying to put Hitler in a sentence with our elected officials, our leaders, our commander-in-chief. I'm half Jewish in the sense that I have one Jewish parent. I have relatives that were burned in those ovens. Died in that Holocaust. I think it is offensive to Jewish people in this country and throughout the world. I think it is offensive to those who've survived this horrific thing known as the Holocaust, of which there are very few left that are survivors. I think it is offensive to the memory of those who died 
and were burned in those ovens in those camps, some of which who were still alive. We're better than that. Governor Huckabee, you're better than that. America, we should be better than that, and we should hold our politicians that are candidates, whether they're current or former governors, current or former congressional members, business people like Donald Trump. If they're running for president, we can't respect them unless they earn it. In comedy, there's a phrase called going blue. It's when you talk about dead babies, your feces, too much about your genitalia, are comments like these related to the Holocaust. It's called going blue. It's a time when the audience is uncomfortable with what you've said and they boo and it could ruin your whole set. Governor Huckabee went blue with this comment. And I don't feel that he should have. And I don't think he needs to. Do some of us not like the deal with Iran? Yes. Do some of us not trust Iran? Yes. Do some of us feel that Iran, because they've threatened Israel and will not recognize the state of Israel, could harm Israel? Yes. But we need to look at realities. And the reality is, without this deal, they don't have a nuclear weapon. They're months away. With this deal, they don't have a nuclear weapon. And in a year, they might be able to have one. Do they have the range to launch that missile to Israel? Yes. But Israel has within its arsenal so many nuclear weapons that Iran would be putting a gun in their mouth, pulling the trigger on itself and every one of its citizens. Iran would not exist if it bombed Israel tomorrow with the retaliation and the force that Israel has right now in its nuclear weapon arsenal And Iran knows this. I certainly am not privy to something Iran is not. This is general knowledge. So Iran reminds me, especially when you have an Ahmadinejad that we heard of in the past and some of those in charge of the religious order in that nation, of a dog whose bark is bigger than their bite. And I'm not saying that we ignore threats, and I'm not saying we ignore nations that have been enemies that we're trying to not make friends, but to make comply with certain ideas that the world has of what would be best for peace and safety throughout the world in that region specifically. But I do feel that Iran's bark is bigger than its bite. And quite frankly, most times when you bomb someone or attack, You don't tell them because the element of surprise gives you a huge upper hand. And if you don't believe me, September 11th and many other horrific times in our nation, Pearl Harbor, are two examples of that. So I want you to join me this afternoon. I want your opinions. I want you to weigh in on this. What is your reaction to Mike Huckabee, Governor Huckabee's comments on the Iran deal? And then what do you think of the criticism? We played Governor Huckabee's remark We played President Obama's reaction. We played Hillary Clinton's criticism. What is your reaction to Governor Mike Huckabee's comments on the Iran deal? And what do you think of the criticism of the comments from President Obama and Hillary Clinton? And by the way, the National Jewish Democratic Council. Uh, Let me see uh, what they said, because we have uh, I have so much stuff here and uh, so many things 
Uh, yes, here is what the, uh, the, 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 well, the advocacy group, the Anti-Defamation League, said in a statement, quote, whether one's views of the nuclear agreement with Iran, comments such as those by Mike Huckabee suggesting the president is leading Israel to another Holocaust, are completely out of line and unacceptable. And the National Jewish and Democratic Council said that Governor Huckabee's remarks, quote, may be the most inexcusable we've encountered in recent memory. They called on the Republican candidates to uh, denounce them. And by the way, Republicans have fallen over themselves to speak out against Donald Trump's outrageous rhetoric. And even John McCain, what about this? So I ask you, what is your reaction to Governor Huckabee's remarks and the criticism from the president, Hillary Clinton, the National Jewish Democratic Council, and other Jewish organizations? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Do these comments by him exemplify the type of leadership that Americans are receiving or could receive in the future from the GOP? With some of the things that are being said by these candidates. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Now, the president facetiously remarked this was an attempt to knock Donald Trump out of the headlines. Was it? And does this show how Republicans are ultimately willing to hurt themselves in the general election because they want to sound more extreme than the other one to attract GOP primary voters and to attract attention in the media? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543 is the number. Do legitimate GOP contenders love the fact that they're able to fly into the radar while their colleagues are destroying their own images and their own campaigns? A lot of people say that Trump's a flash in the pan, and this is going to pass. People are going to get sick of it. What do you say? Are the GOP contenders, the legitimate contenders, some would say a Jeb Bush is an example. Are they laying low? I'm waiting for the the dust to clear and the smoke to clear as well. 8886-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. How long is it going to take for the GOP field to narrow down? Who are going to be the top five candidates heading into the primary, in your opinion, whether you're on the right or not? 8886-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. And speaking of Iran, a lot of criticism on that Iran deal. How do you think the president's done? Has the president done a good job defending the Iran deal from criticism? Whether you agree with the deal or not, what is your feeling about the president's defense of the criticism on this deal? 8886-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Going to try and get a few more in quick. President Obama said, quote, in 18 months, I'm turning over the keys. I want to make sure I'm turning over the keys to somebody who is serious about the serious problems that the country faces and the world faces. Do these candidates seem like they know nothing of foreign policy? 8886 Leslie. And who in the 2016 race would you have strong strong diplomacy and pragmatic views of domestic and foreign problems that we face? Who do you trust with our domestic and foreign problems that's running right now? 8886 Leslie, 888-653-7543. And lastly, what will President Obama's foreign legacy be? Will it be Iran? Will it be ending the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan? Will it be ISIS? Who knows what will happen by then? Will it be Osama bin Laden? Will it be the dialogue with Cuba? Or will it be this Iran deal and opening the dialogue with them? We are back. I'm Leslie Marshall. How you doing? You know, eating too much, eating the wrong foods, even sleeping in the wrong position can give us an upset stomach. And, you know, experts say nearly all of us will develop some sort of digestive problem. And that's because as we age, our stomachs produce less of the enzymes needed to break down food. So what do I do when I have that queasy, uneasy, reflexy feeling? I take a gutsy, chewy tablet. 
Gutsy Chewy is an oral and digestive supplement, and best of all, it's 100% natural. Gutsy Chewies were invented by my buddy, Dr. Doug Hagigi. He is a gastroenterologist and a dentist. He blended natural heartburn remedies like papaya, licorice root, and apple cider vinegar, and then he added calcium, magnesium, and xylitol for oral health, too. When you put all those things together, they boost the body's natural defense against heartburn and reflux. Gutsy Chewies are gluten and lactose-free. They come in great flavors like citrus and wildberry. So if you get that queasy, uneasy, reflexy feeling, don't reach for a prescription. Take 100% all-natural Gutsy Chewy. You'll feel better, and it's better for your health. If you want to find out more, go to GutsyProducts.com or call 855-GO-GUTSY. That's 855-484-8879 or go to GutsyProducts.com. Let's go to the calls, 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543, getting reaction to Governor Mike Huckabee's remarks and uh, talking about ovens in linking that with the Iran deal, referencing the Holocaust. Paul in Washington, on line five. Paul, good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. Hi. Uh, you know, I, I think when you play Governor Huckabee's, Mike Huckabee's remarks, and then you, you kind of reanalyze the Iran uh, nuclear deal and, and say, well, you know, and then go into, say, Iran, their bark is worse than by You're kind of mixing issues because, or, or kind of mixing the bag because, Pro or con about the Iranian nuclear deal agreement, or whether or not Iran is what kind of player they've been on the world stage, there's nothing that warrants a remark like that from Mike Huckabee. And so you say, okay, and I know you know Mike Huckabee from your work at Fox. You say, oh, I expect that out of Donald Trump, but not out of Mike Huckabee. Well, I would say... To put sort of an apropos statement to that is for Mike Huckabee, which is, I think, from, I think it's Proverbs chapter 22, speak so that I may know you by your words. So when he says stuff like that, I think we do know who he is. And um, frankly, this is the weirdest thing. If it's, I, ex- I expect, and I think we all expect, more and more of this. This is, there's seven more months to primary season and 17 months or so until the election, do we really think that this is going to be the last outrageous thing that we're going to hear from a Republican? On August 6th, there are going to be 10 people on that stage trying to outrage each other. And because this is the soup they swim in, they're playing to their 47% base, who are the kinds of people who respond and resonate to this kind of garbage talk. They have no suggestions for anything. And so that's the only place that they can go is to make outrageous comments and hopefully get a boost in the polls for, for, for a remark like that. But I've started to think, well, let me ask you, we might expect uh, some, and uh, Ben Carson is saying that poor pe- why can't poor people eat used food, you know, thrown out hospital food and stuff like that? I was like, they, they just go beyond the pale. But does anybody expect... Hillary Clinton or Bernie Sanders or Martin O'Malley or Lincoln Schaefer or, or Jim Webb, does anybody expect any of the Democrats to come up with something wacko outrageous like that? that if they did, it would be a really, really big gap. But the Republicans are doubling down to defend what Mike Huckabee said by saying, oh, Iran says they like to liquidate Israel. And, I mean, <laughs> let's look at it this way. Yeah, Iran's leaders have said some outrageous things about Israel, but we in this country, Republicans mostly, 
have said some pretty outrageous things about Iran and done outrageous things to Iran, like overthrowing their duly democratically elected secular leader, Mohammed Mossadegh, in 1953, installing a butcherous, barbarous a dictator in the Shah, and then supplying Iraq with chemical weapons to, to, in the, the eight-year war in the 1980s. And then, beyond that, selling Iran, uh, arms to Iran through the Iran-Contra deal so that they were arming, were arming both sides of that conflict. Tell me about outrageous. So I say that the Republicans have no place else to go. I don't hear a solution of any kind from any of them. I just hear outrageous. And so you have to start to sing like water off a duck's back. Well, whatever. Okay. What next? All right, Paul. Thank you for your rant and your comments. Let's go to line one in Arizona with Jeff next. Jeff, good afternoon. Yes. Um, okay. I would say that uh, I don't have any problem with his, uh, with his comment. I think it's, uh, I think the Republicans are uh, the presidential nominees are very weak, most of them except for Trump. Uh, Huckabee is very low on the polls right now, like 1% or 2%. He probably doesn't have a chance. Do you, th- do you think that Governor Huckabee's people said, look, you got to do and say something outrageous like Trump? Do you think it was one of those slip of the tongue and he didn't really mean, you know, it's not what I meant, it didn't come out the way that I, that I meant it? Or, or do you think he was trying to get some of the attention that Donald Trump is getting? Well, he might get a little attention on that. I do. I do think he he really believes that, and I have no problem with it. I I think the comments fine, uh, but you you think the you comment? Know, well, you think the comments fine. Do you understand why people are offended yeah. by it? Well, Obama and Hillary Clinton don't have any uh, any place to talk about what what's offensive okay. i don't agree i think a commander-in-chief absolutely can uh, make a, a remark when he sees the political process and i think hillary clinton or any other candidate running for president who's his opponent left or right uh not only uh she you know, doesn't her she doesn't have a, a, a very good record he doesn't either the Middle East is a is a mess right now. No, no, but it doesn't. Are you saying that only people with a record that you view as good can comment? This this is a former governor of Arkansas and a former first lady who was married to a former governor and a former president, and she's running for president. Commenting, I think it's extremely relevant. It, it's fine that it's relevant, but it, it it doesn't surprise me that the left in this country, all the vitriol. And all the hate speech. Wait, 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 wait. You don't, you don't think, you don't think what, you don't think the comment about Iran in an oven was not only vitriolic but but offensive to Jew, to Jews worldwide and to especially those who perished in the Holocaust, have family members you know that did or survived. I have some Jewish roots too. You know what's offensive to me is uh, Planned Parenthood doing what they do. That's yeah, but Planned Parenthood, you're no, 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 no. Planned Parenthood is yeah. is you're getting information that is not accurate. Well, and and you know what? Look up your facts, and you would not be upset at all. It's very similar they to stem cell that. research. She said it. Excuse me. She said. She it said in it in edited in an edited video. Let me tell you something. No, in an edited said, video. Excuse me, Leslie. Let me get it out before you cut me off. She said we have five facilities that take organs from aborted babies. She said that herself. Stop the rhetoric and stop the lying. I'm she, not stopping the lying, and that's not the topic. Bye-bye. 
And we'll talk about that topic another time because I do want us to talk about uh, the truth uh, versus a lie. And by the way, Planned Parenthood has nothing to do with Jews worldwide being offended uh, by uh, this uh, remark and Governor Huckabee's remark that let's stay on topic simply because we have so little time uh, to discuss these topics. And like I said, we will uh, discuss Planned Parenthood. And when I first saw it, I was very offended. But the uh, Planned Parenthood, to be honest. But then you, you, you look into the facts and what is going on. You could still be offended, but let's get all the facts out there. Uh, let's uh, go next to Ed in Michigan, line two. Ed, good afternoon. Oh, Ed. Ed oh, Ed's phone dropped. Give us a buzz back there in Michigan. Uh, Ed, we'll get you back on. Let's go to Jeff in Ferguson, line three. Jeff, good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, well, I really don't have it. I got two comments about this. Uh, when someone was about Democrats not saying anything outrageous from one of the callers, uh, actually O'Malley did say something outrageous and had to, say for forgiveness, he had, he, uh, had to say all, he said all lives matter and he had to apologize for that. But okay. The, uh, but the other comment is about the Huckabee's comment. Yeah. Um, all Obama did with this deal is basically hold it off so he doesn't have to deal with them for the last couple of years. And when a uh, nuclear weapon or device goes off in Israel, that pretty much will be a Holocaust. So Huckabee is not wrong. Yeah, there's a big difference, first of all, again. Iran doesn't have a nuclear weapon. And with or without a deal, they're two to over a year away from one. Three, Iran would never attack Israel with a nuclear missile, and let me tell you why, like I've said before. They wouldn't exist if they did. Well, of course, they... Are you going to come over and kick me if I'm standing there with, uh, you know, if, I, if I'm an eight-armed octopus and in every arm of my eight limbs I have a semi-automatic weapon, AK-47, something like that? Well, they won't need a missile. They can make a device and hand it off to one of their terrorist groups they sponsor. It doesn't matter. There are terrorist groups that bomb Israel almost on a monthly basis. That doesn't change anything. That's already been taking place. That doesn't make it a holocaust. Do you know what the Holocaust was? Do you know what the Holocaust was? It's a very, very, very... Iran's hatred toward Israel is very different and for different reasons than Hitler's hatred toward every Jew on the earth was. They're very different. One is toward a state. When they get a hold... When these groups that Iran sponsors get a a hold of Iran's nuke when they get it... Do you know what, darling? Every day of our lives, there could be groups that decide to hate you, hate me. I'm not going to live like that. And but and I, and, and I think it's a very irresponsible remark to make. I think it's a very irresponsible remark to make because they're trying to link something political with something historical, and that and that and that history led to the death. That history led to the death of approximately about as many people that we have as illegal immigrants in this country over 11 million. And what do you think will happen when when Iran or one of their sponsored terrorist groups? It's the news that Iran made. I don't think you – you know what you don't understand? You know, what I don't – actually, what I don't understand is are you naive enough to think that Iran will never, can never, has ever, or or, or ever in in their history had such a weapon? Well, what do you think they're going to use that $100 billion plus that we're giving them? Again, again, if you feel they're going to have a weapon because of this deal – you don't think that they will if we have no controls 
over the enrichment of uranium in their country? You don't think that they're they, – they, we already said that our inspectors have confirmed that they're one to two months away from having developed a nuclear a nuclear yeah, and vessel, a nuclear bomb. Does is, and all this deal does is stops it for 10 years if they stop. Okay, so what, what, I don't know about you. I'd rather them have it a year from now than two months from now because in the next year that gives more time to let them see what it feels like not to pay 17 bucks for a loaf of bread. They, and that's if they stop. Yeah, I, I don't know about you, but if you said to me you have two months to live or a year, I'll take the year. And that's assume, and like I said before, for the third, third time, that's... All right, so don't have the deal. Don't have the deal, and in 60 days, we'll all die. We're all going to die. Oh, my God. You know what? We are all going to die. But Israel's not going to die from a bomb by Iran. And it's not going to happen in 60 days or a year because the leaders of Iran may not give a crap about their people, but they care about themselves. And that would be suicide. That's a reality. That's a reality. If you notice, ISIS is cutting off heads, and the heads of ISIS sent out their, sent out their henchmen to die on the fields in Syria and Iraq. They don't. Hitler didn't kill anybody, neither Charles Manson. They ordered their hench people to do it. The people at the top don't want to die. They want power. They want to sit on a throne, and they want to take the glory and the credit for it all. We'll be back. I want to share a quick, a quick email. This is from Gary. I won't mention his last name. He said, Leslie, as a Jew... I don't believe anyone who is not Jewish, and especially Christian pastors, should be allowed to talk about the Holocaust for political gain. They don't get it. As for the pastors, at the time it was happening, most of them were silent and did not try to stop it. And that is very true. That is very true. On Sunday morning, there were pastors and priests who preached from the pulpit, knowing that the Ten Commandments were being violated, knowing that the chosen people of God, knowing that the people of the lineage and direct bloodline to Jesus Christ, their Messiah, were being murdered, and they did nothing, most of them, nothing about it. Uh, let's go back to the calls, 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And uh, let's go to uh, Rama Dropped. Rama, give us a buzz back. Kevin's in Pennsylvania, online four. Hi, Kevin. Good afternoon. Hello, Leslie. Hi. Hi. You and what, what did you think about uh, Huckabee's uh, uh, comments or interpretation of such? Well, it's, it is offensive, and the reason is the, the thing you have to the crux of it is is you have to realize that he comes from a uh, particular religious, uh, fanatical religious perspective that is really just the flip side of Al Qaeda, ISIS, and that ilk. Okay. What they, what they what they all want, what they all have in common is that they believe that if they get a third world war, as they see it, started over Israel specifically, that once that happens, uh, the Christian fanatics on that side, on his on Huckabee's end, they believe that Jesus will float down out of the sky and cause the and bring about the rapture. So they're all pushing for this politically now. It's a it's a it's a fanatical uh, uh, millennial uh, perspective, uh, popular mostly in the United States, but also getting some popularity around the world. Al-Qaeda, ISIS, and so forth, the Muslim fanatic side, they believe the exact same thing, the only difference being that they believe Ali will be aside Jesus as buddies, and they'll side with the Muslims. And this is a political danger this country right, is in right now, is that these people have taken political control in a lot of ways, and they do intend 
to bring about what they perceive as the Armageddon written of in the Bible, but they're way off on the interpretation. And we are the Baha'is under the provisions of the covenant, and we have the throne line of David as our leadership. And um, we are trying to get our message out there that's contrary to both the Muslim and Christian fanatics. And that's what I was tweeting you about. If you, you found my tweets interesting, and so yeah. I called you. <laughs> All right. Well, we're glad that you did, Kevin. Thank you, and I thank you for your comments. Thank you for the call. Uh, let's, how much time do we have, guys? Let's go to Michael in the Bronx Line 1. Michael, good afternoon. Quickly, please. Yes, I will. You know, I remember Mike Huckabee back in 2012. He made another inappropriate comment about uh, President Obama and was indeed racist and divisive. And then on on a Sunday talk show, he said, he and me anything on fire. He has the utmost respect for the president. Hogwash and malarkey. And this latest example proves it. Let me tell you something. No, no, wait. How, do, how do you wait? How do you link people who died? In the Holocaust, whose body is dead or alive or burned in ovens uh, to the president and his skin color and uh, Governor Huckabee's feelings toward the president, remarks on the president, and the remark that he made linking Iran to uh, the Holocaust. I'll answer that. I'll answer that with a question. What real Christian... Please don't. Answer it. <laughs> I'm sorry? I don't. Answer it. Yeah. There, there's no real Christian that will go around instituting or inflaming racial rhetoric and hateful, um, democ- um, hateful divisive um, rhetoric. That's a, that's the whole point of it. Understand one thing. Mike Huckabee is a fraud, and people like him and others, you know, they need to go back to the gospel because they want to call themselves Christian and read the passage that says, no one knows the day or the hour, not even the Son of God. Okay. Hello? Yes, Michael, I, I hear you. I hear all the Bible quotes. I, I, I hear you. And I, I'm I just saying for him to stop it. That's all. Okay. Just all right. Yeah. Okay. Got this it. Qu- uh, less than quick, quickly, less than a minute. Reggie in Georgia, line five. Go ahead, quickly. Just a sentence. You know, it's worse, much worse than his god awful offensive comments. People like S.C. Cup defending those exact same aforementioned said god awful offensive comments that he made about Iranians and. Jews and Hitler and, and President Barack Obama and, and all of that stuff. There's people like that who defend these got off of comments that make, really make me sick. How about you? That make me want to puke. How about you, Lynn? How do you feel about all that? Personally, I don't have time to respond to everything everybody said today. I think I think I'm more confused and perplexed at people not being not only outraged about the comments, but people just not getting the fact that, okay, you have a choice. Do you want Iran to have a bomb, a nuclear bomb in 60 days or over 365? Play the Jeopardy theme music for the next 24 hours. We'll talk tomorrow. I'm Leslie Marshall. Have a good afternoon.